The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Open the curtain, please. We are introducing New York State Clean Hand Sanitizer made conveniently by the state of New York. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is a superior product to products now on the market. Purell, competitor, New York State Clean. It has a very nice floral bouquet, little I detected, lilac, hydrangea, tulips, what is my Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Financial Guys Radio Network. Financial Guys Show is Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, and David DiPietro sitting in for them this week, and we go a Saturday each for the next three months. So four shows coming up. This one and then three more after that. I'll send you guys all the dates on it. <laughs> I think I have them. Yeah. yeah oh, do you? Oh, I'm you might. Already. You might. But we got a couple of people calling in today. Uh, Brian is going to be calling about Medicare. A quick plug on Medicare. Nancy calling about a barbecue that's going to be at the financial guy's office. And then uh, we got Charlie. He runs the watchman. He's going to call in about 2 o'clock. Not sure what he's going to talk about, but he's uh, he's calling in. For I'm everybody gonna, out I'm there, plug my golf tournament on June 25th. Go right ahead. Yeah, okay, well, that's June 25th golf tournament. So, if you're interested, let me know. Yeah, there you go. We sold out last year. We had a waiting list. We had to tell, turn people away. So, awesome. So if you want to get in that, on it. get in on it right away. Yeah. And Carl brought his uh, trusty sidekick, Sally. She already mm. jumped up on me and Dave both and licked us and kissed us. So Sally what is a great a, dog. Yeah, isn't she? Every yeah. time I see her, she's getting bigger. Yeah. You know, but I don't I don't I don't think she's going to fart like Duke used to. Right, so Sally? All we got to do I is know. keep an eye on uh, David's David's face. So if Sally farts. David's the first one to smell it. <clears throat> but anyway, I wanted to bring people up to date. I was permanently banned from Facebook the other day. I woke up. And it's about time, Russ, the stuff that you post. <laughs> I'm such a threat. Oh, you're a panic man. You know, so we, we got a new uh, a name contest going on about because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create another page. I've just got to wait a few days to start to do it. And we had a, uh, a contest. And uh, Jim, Jim Fisher, says, mm-hmm. call your new page Rust Reloaded. I went... <laughs> I like it. I like that. I like that. So a couple days, I'm going to try to launch it. I don't know, Facebook. I deleted everything from my computer, from my phone, deleted all the cookies. I just, I did everything that I could to wipe it out. So what, they, that word, what does that word cookies mean? Cookies, that means they put a little tracker. So if you go to a website, there's a little tracker that's inside your computer. And so they know that you've been there, where you're from. They don't know your name or anything like that. But they got your IP address. And on your IP address, it basically says where, you, where you're coming from. So your IP is going to come up as Buffalo, New York, downtown, 
um, and you were at the site and you spent so much time at the site. Um, some... The government's got that now, Russ. Every oh, time no. I talk on my phone, my wife will be talking about uh, uh, baby diapers. And next thing you know, on, on Facebook, oh, yeah. all the ads pop up on her phone, too. She'll get a text message. Oh, you know, sale at Wegmans on diapers. You know, no, she gets a text message? She gets all sorts of stuff. It's crazy. Is Teresa going to have a baby? Diapers on sale? We're working on it. You're working on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Speaking of babies, you got six grandsons. Nice. Six grandsons, unbelievable, and uh, I'll see them all this afternoon. Uh, my son and his girlfriend are bro- both graduating college. Good for them. So right now, as we speak, they're having an online event, and so I can't watch it. But they'll be playing it this afternoon, where everybody's going to get there at, at my oldest son's house, and uh, we're going to have a, a congratulatory celebration for them nice. graduating college. Oh, too bad he didn't go another year and have to get the shot and get the vaccination. He already school. did. Did he? Yeah, he donated his body to uh, science. Mm-hmm. Science that nobody listens to anymore. Yeah. Including right. Cuomo. What a, what a segue. Pull right for, into Cuomo. People forget World War II right away, the Nuremberg Act and all that stuff. They yeah, forget get, all about that Get stuff. the shot or wear the yeah. star and go That's to right. the gulag. That's right. That's what's coming next. Nuremberg. But Cuomo, here we are. We have a... It comes down from the CDC. Do we have to talk about that complete idiot? No, just a couple seconds. Oh, There's two things that we got to talk about. You don't, you think I enjoy talking about him? Well, sometimes I do because, idiot. because he does not like uh, us. No, he doesn't he like us. He doesn't like us. Who but cares? here it is. The CDC changes the mask mandate. And then Cuomo says, no, we're going to have my health experts look over it. And, you know, I don't trust the federal government. And we may implement some of it. We may improve on it, meaning by him it's just going to be more mask wearing and more businesses closing, restaurants. Right. I don't know how they're doing it. They can't find workers. People are getting paid too much money to sit on their asses at home and get paid for it. They don't want to go to work. I mean, it's... You get the... the, I'm listening. I'm I'm on my way to Batavia this morning. I did a... uh, Electronics drop off. Me and Steve Hawley do it every year. We combine up and uh, we. You get, should have told me. I got huge. some stuff I could have given uh, we, you. It's it's amazing. I was there. My <laughs> talk about working out, but mm. I'm I'm listening to the news on this station. Yep. And this is how biased it is. Because so Cuomo comes out and says he's going against the CDC. So you've got two options if you want to rebut. You can talk about maybe Cuomo. Maybe it's wrong, and maybe there's some people rebutting it, but what did they put on the radio? They had some health department shill come on, and, uh, and they gave her a, uh, a couple seconds to say, you know what, that's probably the smart thing to do. Let's take our time. The governor was right. We don't need to rush into this. The CDC doesn't always tell us exactly what it is, and, and the governor was dead on by, by slowing this down. It was like I was screaming at the radio going, what are you talking about? It's ridiculous. It's a joke. I don't wear my mask outside. No one ever had to wear their mask outside. It's not airborne disease. You're not going to get it. I see people walking out at Emory Park, no one within yeah. a half a mile of them, and they got a mask on. And, they, and they're dog. driving in their cars. And they're driving. It. I, mean, I mean, come on, people, wake up. That's so stupid. Have you, have you guys seen me with a mask on? Uh, Carl saw me with a mask on one time that said Cuomo something on the masks sucks. and <laughs> that's not one of the seven words we can't say oh good because i got a title to an article that i wanted to i wanted to touch on but <laughs> we were at it we were at a financial guys party and carl brought these new masks in 
And and him and I stood there, and I took a selfie, and I posted it. Everybody in the world wanted it. It says, Cuomo sucks on a black mask. It was odd. But that's, you don't see me with a mask on. Dave, take your mask off. I'm kidding. <laughs> I never, I don't. And when I, like today, I wear it, I wear it below my mouth. I put it on my chin. That's right. It's I a chin strap. You know, I had COVID a couple months ago. So, you know, I'm not, my doctor even said, right, you're you not going to get again. You know, you're not going to get it. I feel great. Good. You know, it was easy. Um, not easy, but. Isn't it interesting he, how, I mean, we grew up getting colds. Yeah. Flu, and the flu. Yeah. <clears throat> all these things. And we didn't have this this paranoia around us that we have with this <laughs> exactly. unique unique flu that they call COVID. Okay, that that they want to just panic everybody in America and scare it out of them, and make them wear stupid masks. I mean, it's 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 just it's it's idiocy. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. what they should be concerned about is the Chinese. Uh, who developed this thing in Wuhan. Exactly. Okay. There and you go. what are they working on next? Okay. I mean, it, it, in my world, drop a bomb on this, this facility. But you know what? The masks, too. Okay? <clears throat> it used to be when you were sick, you stayed home because you didn't want to get anybody else sick. Yeah. You had the flu, you stayed home. But now, uh, these people, these mask people, that, that they talk about, Yo, you're, I'm, you're protecting me from you. Look, you're not in surgery, okay? Exactly. Go outside in the wintertime like I do, and I watch all these people with masks, and, the, and you can see them breathing, all the, the vapor going right through the mask. And if you see that, that means the mask doesn't work. Okay? It's what I, I so saw it's not protecting great... you. It's not protecting me. No. It doesn't protect anybody. Well, putting, up, putting a mask on is like putting up a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. Exactly. I love that's that like, That's like That's a that's perfect it analogy. It is. You know, and then you're talking about Fauci and Wuhan. They're coming out with absolute proof that Fauci funded, basically funded the Wuhan lab that came out with the COVID. So Fauci is getting connected. And Steve Bannon did a great, uh, he's got the War Room podcast that he does. You can watch it on your computer. You can just listen to it. And he went after Fauci yesterday and the accusations and the proof. Matter of fact, even uh, Navarro, Navarro, the one that put out the great stuff on the voting and stuff, he used to work in the Trump administration. He put out seven, seven of ten facts that Fauci is directly connected to the funding of the Wuhan lab that let, let the COVID out. And it was an intentional thing. And we knew, you know, this is stuff that we've known for a year. This uh, That I've known, I've been sharing it. Why did I get banned from Facebook? You know why? A month ago, I was, no, actually two months ago, I was banned for 30 days. I was banned for 30 days for putting up a link to the World Doctors Association and what they had to say about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, Mm -hmm. okay? I put it up. Within minutes, it was taken down, and I was, boom, I was sent to to, uh, Facebook Gulag for 30 days. I get back, and I'm back in my forum Six days later, I ordered some ivermectin. I've got it in my house. I've been so taking do it. Yep. Do you? Yeah, I got it too. I've been taking it. Jules has been taking it. I just gave some to my daughter. It's as a prophylactic to keep yourself away from getting sick, okay? I posted about hydroxychloroquine, how my brother got it. He lives. He was living in Texas at the time, went to Mexico, got the hydro, hydroxychloroquine, came back, Guess who came down with COVID and almost killed him? My brother. He took the hydroxychloroquine, the zinc, 
and the I think it was azithromycin or the Z pack. Z pack, yeah. And he within within days he was back up. He was he's weak, like you you were weak for quite a while after it. Mm-hmm. He's back up and he's back at it again. He moved back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So hydroxychloroquine. Ralph Larigo won three lawsuits, getting people ivermectin. One person was I I think was on a ventilator. Yes. And within hours, the ventilator came off. That's right. Okay, so there's... a woman. Yeah. There's absolute 100% proof that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine work. Okay? They work. Ivermectin's been around a long time, too. Ivermectin, you can buy a tractor supply. It's made for animals, but it's safe on humans. Exactly. It comes in a paste, and it comes in... A a pill. A a pill that you shoot down the the throat of the horse. But yeah. a lot of people I know have been getting the ivermectin paste, and they've been taking it, and mm-hmm. it, it's all as a prophylactic. People don't want this vaccine. They don't want the vaccine. That's right. You know, plain and simple. So I posted that on Facebook about the uh, – I ordered I ordered ivermectin. I got $100 worth of ivermectin in the, in the pack that you take if you, get, if you get the COVID. And boom, I posted that. Bang. 30 more days, two days ago, or was it yesterday? I got up in the morning, went to go. All I wanted to do was view Facebook because I couldn't post on it. And I get a notice I'm permanently banned. And it's like, are you kidding me? So it's 11 years of memories. They don't want you. No, I'm, I'm a threat. Exposing the truth, Russ. Yeah, I'm a threat. This thing, anyone who thinks that this virus wasn't planned Okay, you know what? I got some property over in Manhattan on the, oh, yeah. on the you know, in the in the in the ocean no, to true. sell you because this thing was totally planned, totally yeah. planned out. People that don't think and oh, more it, and more it, was, it came from a wet market in Wuhan. Yeah. Give me a break. That was you the don't initial even know what you're thing. talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. It's ridiculous. This thing was planned. Uh, we're suffering the consequences of it. It was a way to take our liberties, which they have, oh, yeah. and then to keep going. And they don't want to the give left, them back. And they don't want to give them back. And the governor and the Democrats are one and one, and they're never going to change in New York State. No, it's, absolutely you know, agree. You got communists running the assembly, and people go, "What are you talking about? Communists running?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." Eleven, eighteen came in in November, new ones. They they wiped out seven seven old timers, which AOC called old white men. If that wasn't a racist comment, she ran her people. They won all of them out of the eighteen. Eleven of them are registered with the Socialist Democratic Party of the United States, which Wonderful. is the Communist Party. 17 out of the 18 were community organizers, never worked a job in their life. Community organizers. And AOC said yeah. that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the kind of people that she used to throw out of a bar. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? One of the best and most outspoken congresswomen that we have in Washington, D.C. AOC, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know me better. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's in, she's absolutely incredible. And now Cheney was just uh voted out of the of the Republican conference as a con and right. um um okay, Stefanik, known unknown Elise for eleven years, met her with Carl's campaign. All I tell people is just to watch her. I didn't trust her until a couple of years ago. And right. And she was more of a rhino back then. Or then, she voted more against more of what Trump wanted to do. Right, I couldn't believe it. I was coming when, unglued. When she, but where did she rise? When did she come to this power? When she backed Trump. Exactly. When she said, "I'm going to go and I'm going to back Trump." But she saw what was going on in her district. Yeah, 
And you she, know, when like, she okay. did that, she, 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 she was always in her district, always 50-50, where yep. she was holding on by, they were always going after her. As soon as she started backing Trump, her popularity went through the roof. Yeah, exactly. And these people, oh, I don't want to get behind Trump. Well, good, good, God bless you. You know, I'm glad that Trump backs her, okay? But all I'm saying, and I guess the only way that, they, that she could get the Republican support in the House of Representatives is to say that she was only going to serve to finish out this term and that she was getting back out again. So, I mean, it is what it is. Frank, do we need to take a quick break? We're going to take a quick, quick break, and then we got about uh, six minutes when we get back from the break to the bottom of the hour. Be right back. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network with guest hosts Carl Palladino and Russ Thompson. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now, here's Carl Palladino and Russ Thompson. David DiPietro. I don't know, I think we're considering making David DiPietro a permanent part of, part of these three amigos. So... But anyway, during the break, we started talking about the HEROES Act that's coming down, and we just started to hear different sound bites of it on the radio in the past, I think just yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I heard a lawyer call in, I might have been Steve Cohen, called in a Bowley, and he started talking about it, about how there's going to be a committee put together that maintain or check the quality of the air within the building. And the first one I thought about was Carl. Carl, how many employees you got now? Last I knew you had 400. 450 people. 450 employees. Now, Ellicott Square Building and all the hotels, correct? And other things. I got We own hundreds of properties. Yeah. So, David, you debated this bill. Yes. We got five minutes, four minutes. All right. It's not the Heroes Act. We'll continue Act. this afterwards, yeah. you know, but... Let's we got to get off, going. The on Heroes this. Act. What a crappy name! If they, for don't a they always they do just that? Just come up with a crap name to make it think sound yeah. like it's really something special. Like the Safe Act. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. uh, the bill. This bill. Every business building in New York State will have to comply with this. New York State. They voted to let New York State get engineers from the state, state employees, to put together guidelines for every building in New York State if you're a business, to make sure your air quality could take away all infectious airborne diseases. Now, right off the bat, as we debated, okay, you can't stop an airborne infectious disease. You walk outside. outside. If it's airborne, you're going to get it. It's in a bus so so you take to work. So when you go into your building, okay, it means nothing. But it's a huge power money grab, and it will shut down businesses in New York State. They think that this will cost the state, okay, uh, the state, our budget's about 100 and 200 now, over 210 billion. But this could cost the state, will cost the state hundreds of billions a year. I remember the days when, when the, the state budget was 35 billion. Yeah. So, this, so you, what this does is now you have to comply. God, and it's not businesses with 50 employees or 10 employees. If you have one part time employee, you have to retrofit your entire building. Because of a part-time employee. Okay, and as they said on the floor, as the communist Democrats said on the floor when we debated this and said, you know, you don't have one person come in to do the books on a weekend for two hours? Yes, you have to retrofit your whole thing, which could cost you $100,000, $150,000 or more. You have to do that because one part-time employee's life is important. 
So how many more businesses are going to get killed because of this stupid Well, a friend thing? of mine, as I talked to you guys off air, uh, has 100,000 square feet right here in Buffalo. I won't name the business. No. Okay? He already looked into it. He called me up. Livid. This is going to cost him up to a million dollars to retrofit his building. A million dollars. And then also, with this bill, every employee, if you don't follow every guideline and don't get that retrofitted and something breaks and you don't fix it right away, every employee can has the right to sue for up to $25,000. My God. He's got 1,000 employees. Do the math. He says we're out. Those 1,000 employees in Buffalo will be hitting the, hitting the uh, unemployment line when this thing comes to fruition. And that's not just him. That's business after business after business. Well, yeah, is, Carl just got so angry he walked out of the it's, room. It's, it's too much. It's communism all the time. Uh, these people are out of control. And we've got a and, – and I don't know. And we're just trying to fight them. But I'll tell you what. Uh, but it's already, it's already passed? Yeah, yeah, the go- it's waiting. For, I think it's waiting for the governor to be signed, which he said he would. And when is they going to start enforcing this thing? Uh, well, they've got to come up with the guidelines for every business, the 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 air quality and all of that. They've got to, the state has to put the guide guidelines in. So a couple hundred more employees on the state payroll, most couple likely. Hundred. Try about ten thousand. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, this isn't going to be because the enforcement aspect of this is going to be huge. They're going to walk into every business. Oh and God. if you don't have it, number one, every employee can sue you for 25000 and uh, you'll get fined and shut down. My God. All right, quick break. And uh, Brenda, that's on the cell phone, I'm going to answer your question without even taking your call. We'll be right back, guys. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Welcome back, folks. Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, David DiPietro, filling in for The Financial Guys on The Financial Guys Radio Network. If you do need The Financial Guys, give them a call at 833 833- Fin guys, eight three three fin guys. Before we go to Brian Janik, I want to elaborate on something. Brenda, you're on the phone. I'm going to answer your question right now. We are not calling people stupid for wearing masks. Plain and simple. Here's what we are saying: If you're walking down the street all alone, if you're walking down the street walking your dog, if you're walking down, you're in the park. In you're in the park walking by yourself. Why are you wearing a mask? If you're driving in a car all alone, why are you wearing a mask? That's the only time I'm saying that it's stupid. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I have no problem with people wearing masks. Am I going to wear a mask? Yeah, it's a chin strap. All right? That's how I wear a mask. But for people to walk around by themselves... Nobody else around, or even still, if, if I was able to walk distances and me and Jewel wanted to go out, go out for a walk, why would we wear masks? Mm-hmm. Why? We go down to West River Road and walk the parkway? I'm going to wear a mask? It makes no sense. This is not an airborne disease at all. It hasn't been, and it's already been proven that as this thing comes out of your mouth, it drops to the floor, it's and it's, it's heavy, and it's dead. Wearing a mask is like putting up a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. 
and that's a perfect scenario to it because the because the disease or if you want or whatever you want to call it the fraud the from fraud Fauci, all right, it's the masks don't do their job. Wiping the countertops never did anything, costing businesses billions of dollars across New York State. Elaborate, Dave. No, Am I right? Know, Am I wrong? Exactly right. Same with people. You know, the, I, I reprinted a New York Post last uh, article last week. It's all about fear now. Mm-hmm. They've said we're, we're close to 40% vaccinated and we're close to 40, about 40% have had it in the country. Yeah. He said, they said it's over. It is this over. what they said. They said it's over. It's we're been being over led for a by, while. Yeah. I say that. It hasn't been a pandemic. Let's get something straight. It hasn't been a no, pandemic worldwide in months and months. Okay. It's an epidemic and it's not even a strong epidemic anymore. The numbers are so far down, but the news media... And people just love to call it a pandemic. They don't know what they're talking about. Because they're that's, liberals and they want to micromanage that's their exactly life. Right. It's all about that's control. It's all about fear. Why yeah. do you think Cuomo is, is, is coming out and going against the CDC when all he said for a year and a half is we got to follow the science? Now the science doesn't add up with his liberal communist agenda, and now he's, oh, we got to look at it. Give me a break. But yet every single thing he does takes the attention away from, number one, the, the, the what, 15,000 to 25,000 seniors and people living in care facilities that died because they were sent in there, sent to their death. And also the 11 women that came out and uh, with accusations against Cuomo and his sexual exploits. That's, right. That's all it does is keep the attention off it. Okay, on that, on that note, let's bring up Brian Janik. Hi, Brian. Sorry for the delay, but... We just had to get this aired out before I brought you Yeah, up. we had to get it off our chest. Yeah, you're here talking about Medicare. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. Brian Faraci today, not Brian Janik. Oh, Brian Faraci. It's on the screen as Brian Janik. Sorry. Oh, I'm honored to be on with the all-star lineup today. Oh, all-star lineup. Look at him. He's butter. He's sucking up to trying to butter up to us. I'm we'll, kidding. We we'll love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to come in and see you anyway, Brian, probably this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and that's what I wanted to touch on today is just the importance of being able to reach out to someone, you know, any time of the year. Um, I know we met a couple months ago and, you know, yep. that we had to follow up on. And, you know, as soon as you reached out to me, we, you know, get something on the calendar, uh, double check a few things. And just, you know, that's what we're here <coughs> 365 days a year to <coughs> Medicare is up to date. And if there's any changes, we can, you know, make modifications if we need to, to the plan. And all I did was walk in your office with a stack of papers and pamphlets that I got. And all you said was, you don't need all that stuff. Let's file 13 it. This is what you need to know. This is what you need to do. Boom, it's all over with. And I thank you for that, Brian. Exactly. I did what you said. Now we just got to follow up on it, and all's, all's good. Yeah, I mean, individuals are getting uh, overwhelmed with mail, and it makes it so much more confusing than the process actually is. And we just try to simplify that and take it out of out of your hands and, you know, allow us to put your trust into us to let us make sure you're, you know, making the right choice on your Medicare plan from year to year. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate it. Now that I turn 65, I'm, I'm choking on my words as I say that. And um, it's questions that I know thousands upon thousands of people have. What do I do now? What do I do now? As you're getting closer to that age, you got to start making some decisions. And so you you helped me through it, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, we advise people to, to reach out to us a year in advance before they turn no. 65. She's going to be able to plan yeah. that you're making a decision. Well, I appreciate it. And if anybody needs you, just call up uh, 833-FIN-GUYS and ask for Brian. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Okay, thanks, Brian. Take care. Thanks, Brian. Bye-bye.
Okay, get that. And now Nancy, we're going to bring up Nancy. She's on line four. Nancy's talking about an event that's coming up at the financial guy's office. Do I have that right, Nancy? I know I, I was corrected by Mike and Glenn last night when I texted them. No, you're right. Just oh, thank you. Five doesn't mean you're not smart as a tack or sharp as a tack or whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of as sharp as a dull knife at times. <laughs> we all do at times, but that's okay. We're busy. At least yeah. you're a knife. I'm a spoon. You're a spoon? No. <laughs> you might be a spoon in the assembly, but with all the communists from New York City. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Nance. It's okay. We have an event coming up. It's a week from today, right there at 305 Spindrift, and it is a chicken barbecue, and it is an in-person event. You also have the option to drive through if you'd like. It's $15 per dinner, and the um, proceeds go to KIA Memorial. Ah, excellent. That's a not-for-profit organization that benefits veterans and the families of the fallen. And so that's where we're, we're helping them because they have not been able to do fundraising this last year like most not-for-profits are. Yeah, their uh, road march was canceled this year, right? Correct, yes. And they did just they were able to hold their um, yearly event called Toast to the Fallen thanks to uh, Carl Palladino and Ellicott Development letting them use uh, the property, um, their property on Ohio Street. So props to Carl Palladino for still supporting people and veterans and, and military in the middle of this pandemic. Yeah, people don't realize what Carl does behind the scenes. Yeah, they really don't. Uh, Nancy, you and your husband have done wonderful things for our community. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, you know, keep up the good work, kid. You're a good girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But thank you. But also, I do want to push um, our Constitutional Coalition of New York State. We have our meeting um, the 20th of this month at 7 p.m., at 140 Pound Road in Elma, and Carl is going to be there, and Dave, and Russ, you are more than welcome. When is this? Thursday, Thursday the 20th at 7. We're going to talk about the governor's race, um, about who we should support, and, and try to get, try to try to move the, the dial a little bit in conservatives' favor. Oh, can I bring up at how the Republicans threw my wife out of a out of a uh, a breakfast for uh, I think his name is Lee Zeldin. Somebody told me that he might be running for governor, but I know I know Rob Astorino is here. You know, Joel Joel didn't Joel couldn't was not allowed to speak to uh, Lee Zeldin and was escort basically escorted out by what's his name? Um, his name Jesse Priatro, something like that. Said that she's not welcome, and so she was. Yeah, but anyway, it's... Russ, you're just a troublemaker, but I like you. Definitely, I like you. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate it. Face, Facebook doesn't like me very much. It's all right. It's... <laughs> you're obsessed with Facebook, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just so irritated. Carl, I guess 6,500 followers on Facebook, plus all the Buffalo Turn media. Turn it off, man. Turn I'm, it off. All I do is post and run. I don't get caught up in all of it. But, you know, I had a member of the media, I will not say his name, and local tv station as soon as he found out i was i was put i was banned permanently he texted me he goes oh my god where am i going to get the news now swear to god people get up in the morning they go they went to my facebook page <laughs> to get the news to find out what was going on because they're not getting the news anywhere else so i don't feel bad that i'm that i got dumped i really don't 
I feel bad for the 6,500 people that went to my page every single day to get their, mm-hmm. to get real and accurate news and the truth in reporting, and that's what Facebook don't like. So, no, I'm not obsessed with it, Carl. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I cancel it. I cancel the Buffalo News. I cancel Facebook. Enough of all that crap. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so it's We're just having, foolishness. I haven't had, I've never subscribed to news in 20 years. No, neither have I. Somebody says, do you read the Buffalo News? What's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a birdcage, that's what I'd use it for. But that's about it. I don't read. I don't read. They never write anything good. Yeah. They wrote that article about January sixth, and all they did was basically paint Jewel, <clears throat> my wife, as as a as basically a, a terrorist, terrorized the Democrats with inside the Capitol building. When in in truth, she was out front with thousands of other people singing and praying. Hello. You know, yep. so I mean, it's 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 just all crap. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the, the reporters and everything. I am. I'm done. Anything else, Nance? Yeah, I, you know, you're talking about where to get the news. I mean, you can, you guys can get, um, your listeners can get news from Carl Palladino's emails, mm-hmm. news from ccnys at usa.com. We send emails out, fire pits and stuff on Instagram. Yeah, I've been starting to get political on my fire pits and stuff on my Instagram page. Yeah, we're not going away. Facebook doesn't rule us. We There's other ways we can get the word out, but we're not giving up. And I really appreciate everything the three of you men do. And I'm excited to see you guys Thursday night at our meeting. I'll try to make awesome. it out, Nancy. I will. I'll try to make it out. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Nancy. You guys. Yeah, and um, for, for people that want to that, that try to find me, I'm on Gab. At Russ Thompson. I'm at Parlor at Russ Thompson. And I think I may I may create a Rust reloaded Instagram page before I get to my previews previews to come. Well we might as well take a quick break now and then we get back, we'll yeah. we'll fire off and we'll get back into some stuff that's really burning a hole in my pocket. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network with guest hosts Carl Palladino and Russ Thompson. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now, here's Carl Palladino and Russ Thompson. We're back. Hey, Frank, you got that little uh, Biden soundbite? You got to hear this. I couldn't stop laughing this morning. It's a 20-second little soundbite. Go ahead, Frank. He's bringing it up. I did saw you that. Did you poop your diaper? Uh, yes, I did. A little or a lot? A lot. <laughs> did you poop your diaper? Yes, yes, I did. A lot? Uh, yes, yes. I'm sorry. That was just, it was so funny when I saw it on YouTube this morning. Sorry, I just had to bring it up. But while during during the break, we were just talking about some of the. I got three articles. One of them is grandstanding Cuomo should follow the science and end the New York State mask mandate. In fact, the CDC guide, guidance merely acknowledges a well-established science, which Cuomo has throughout the pandemic loudly insisted he's following. To claim he and Zucker need to review it before he acts on it is just another example of the governor's arrogance. And then never Trumpers threaten to leave the Republican Party. He's all these people like, what's her name that was just thrown out? Oh, Cheney. 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 I used to like her dad. 
Now I found out how evil that guy really is now. I can't stand him. And his daughter should be sent packing. Same thing as Mitt Romney. He needs to be sent packing real soon. And now in New York State, Dave will probably elaborate on this later on. How to kill the Second Amendment. Sue gun manufacturers in a bankruptcy. Lawmakers in the Empire State want to hold firearms industry accountable for gun violence, which is on the rise in New York already. There are measures underway that could bypass federal protections and allow individuals to sue gun makers when their products are used in a crime. What's there you go. with these people? What mm-hmm. is the matter with these people? Well, it's illegal guns being used in crimes, mm-hmm. doing an illegal crime, and somebody gets killed by it, they're going to sue the gun manufacturer? Mm-hmm. For an Probably illegal get, gun? For an illegal gun. They bought off the market, bought on the street, or stole. No but, murder, from what I understood. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is what I was told from uh, sheriffs, uh, Sheriff Howard and others, that in the last so many years, no murder in Erie County was committed with a legal gun. I agree with that. No I think when you look at those statistics nationwide, it's absolutely devastating that the amount of guns that are used that are illegal, illegal. But who do they go after? They go after the legal firearms carrier. They you go know, after I, us. I've, I've said many times in the past, you know, you got to connect the dots. Uh, we're we're sitting here and we're we're uh, making remarks about various things that go on around us. But really, who's responsible for this? It's the Tim Kennedys of this world. Yeah. All right. It's it's the local, Ryan. the local Democrats who never had a day job. Okay. Who we for some reason okay want to trust this liberal attitude that they have that it's going to bring New York State to a better place. Yep. I I tell young people get out of this state. Yep. The state is dead. All right. There's nothing happening here, and I know that's tough for parents to absorb. You know, and I'm fortunate enough to have my kids here, okay? But but the, the reality is there's no future here for those kids unless nope. you want them to live, as David says, under a communist uh, regime. Uh, it, it's not going to go away. Andrew Cuomo is, is a mistake, a mistake by millions of people who voted to put this jerk, okay, in that office originally and have sat back and watched this this absolutely insane government okay of liberal people who want to control and micromanage everybody's life which we saw coming and we tried to warn people about in 2010 and we would you carl mainly that's right were ripped apart by the media cuomo statewide commercials with me and caputo and haggerty i was i was carl's drunk driver and carl defended me live on on some national TV show, I texted him right afterwards. I went, well, thanks. He said, well, that's what friends are for, us." He said, he said I, sh- I should be getting an award or something like that instead of run through the media. But we tried to warn people, and some of the very things that are coming out today, the sexual abuse, we tried to talk about it back in 2010. Nobody listened. Nobody listened. Nobody Demo- listened. I mean, David, David told us a little bit earlier, okay, that all the Democratic representatives in the Assembly and the Senate mm-hmm. from Western New York, okay, voted for this insane Heroes Bill, which is, I mean, it's it's a great example. I mean, if, if fine, it's going to get tied up in the courts. It'll never it'll never be effective, all right, because it's insanity, and 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 to 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 to. At election time, to watch these politicians run around, okay, and tell you all the positives about them, all right, it's 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 insulting. It's time for good people to stand up, 
okay, run for office, mm-hmm. run against these people, all right, and and try to make a, a difference. Right now, the fact that the Albany swamp is all Democrat, the Assembly, the Senate, and Cuomo means that we're going to get more of this kind of nonsense coming out, okay, of Albany until we get until we bring some sense back to it all. And that's by electing some Republicans, okay, to, yep. to, to take down these people in the future. But and the, here the we votes got, aren't there, Carl. We right? got the redistricting coming up. They're going to try to redistrict Republicans right out of office. Yeah, I'll be redistricted right out. I, I, it's 50-50 that I'll even be here in a year and a half yeah. <clears throat> because they're just going to, you know— Swerve or South Buffalo into my district. Remember, we're in the super minority. Yeah. The fact that we lost uh, three more Senate seats in November took the Senate into the super minority, yeah, which means I the Democrats want. control the entire redistricting process. No judges this time. If we had enough people. No judges. No judges. No. That, that, that by taking two seats, we had, to, we had to keep the Senate the same in November. We lost so many two years ago that we had to keep... We had to keep we were we were trying to pick up seats. Everybody said, "Well, you lost nine seats. We're going to pick up a bunch." No, we didn't. They put. They thought we were going to pick up seats. We lost three more seats in the Senate in November. Yeah. If we lost two, we lost redistricting, and we lost three. So now there's no firewall by letting this go to the court and letting judges say, "Hey, that squiggly line like a two-year-old with a crayon." Yeah. Uh, they, they it doesn't even go to the judges. They can draw anything they want. This state is going to look like a two-year-old with a crayon. You know what? As they try to redistrict us out of out of oblivion. Jewel and I were talking about mm-hmm. this the other night, and, and wouldn't it be so simple when when they do the Senate districts? We have sixty-two counties. That's right. Every county gets a senator. Every county gets a That's senator. That's the way it used to be. It used to be that way. It that's, used to be that way, and the Democrats there. in New York City complained, and they changed the law. Of course. New York City Democrats complain, and they get what they want yes. every single— Just like when Cuomo comes out with some kind of an edict. It's all based around what they do in New York City, but the rest of the state has to comply. That's right. the same thing with all the laws. All the laws are aimed at New York City, but we have to comply with everything. And you and I have been talking like this since 2006— been a long time. Well, that's why uh, I, I, I go with these Democrats want to do nationally. I don't want to swerve off here, but they want to do the popular vote. Well, that yeah. would mean six states would control everything. Exactly. Okay. I say I go the other way. I say, you know, we got 3,000 plus counties. You want to make every county yeah. a county with 100 people legitimate? Make every county one vote. Yeah. Everyone. I don't care if you got yeah. a million people. I don't care if you got 10. Every county, one vote. And you'll see people in Idaho. You'll see people in Wyoming. You'll see these candidates in Wyoming. In Wyoming, You'll see them out in, uh, in the southern parts of Nevada in the desert because they want, if they know they stop there, they might get a, a, just a county with a 500 people in it. Yeah, exactly. So, so make it every county. And then every county will be important. Yeah. So if you look be. at the breakdown, do you see the breakdown of Trump's wins? Of course. Counties versus. Same thing with every Republican. Yeah. It's take, unbelievable. Yeah. Landmass. I think, I think, uh, I don't think Hillary Clinton and I don't think uh, no. Biden took 300, 200, th- two, 300 counties out of 3,000. No, Yet they I won agree. because they got the big cities. Yeah. And, and that's so. what it is. It's always the big cities. Let's go to a call quick before we, uh, before we take a break. Uh, Frank, you've been holding on a while. Frank and Holland. How you doing, Frank? Calling about Cuomo. I think I know who you are, Frank. <laughs> you might know. Hey, yeah. You know what? I love you guys, and it's a beautiful weekend. And I, I just wanted to throw it out there that that six one four B is in effect. People can visit nursing homes. Yeah. The D, the Department of Health hasn't gotten their act together forever, and they haven't gotten their guidelines. But you know what? It's law. 
Everybody that's got a senior uh, family member in a nursing home or residential care, they can go visit, and if they don't let you visit, call a cop because it is the law. And this is where i got to applaud you, Frank. You've been on this issue since the beginning of this, and you, you, and, and, you and some other people went out there and sang Christmas carols at these different nursing homes. I mean, just some of the videos I saw. I saw one video. You were in uh, East Aurora, I think, and you're walking back and forth like, you know, as, as a conductor. getting. And of course, you didn't have to sing, but you did. But, and you were conducting the music, and everybody was singing. It was, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And then that picture of the guy sticking his hand out the window, he just wanted to touch somebody. And that just ripped my heart out seeing that. You know, so the governor uh, should be held responsible. Yeah. And they won't they won't hold him responsible. Get ready for another four more years, folks. He's got two years left and he will get the nomination and he will be the governor because I don't think a Republican can beat him in New York State. There's not enough votes. He'll be the governor for a fourth term. So yeah. get used to it. Get out of here. I don't- I don't, I don't want to go on about Cuomo because I can go on as long as you guys and more. No, my day's already been ruined from DiPietro anyway. <laughs> so. uh, they're still doing that. There's so many blessed individuals. They're angels. They're going to the nursing homes tomorrow at Elder uh, Greenfield and Lancaster at 2 o'clock. Awesome. They still are. Yes, they're doing it. and they're, they got a 50s theme. Doing oh, I think I saw a couple of videos before Facebook threw me out. Oh, those guys are the, – the, the ladies and gentlemen are doing excellent work. They're going to be at Elderwood tomorrow in Lancaster. That's right. Then they're going to be June 6th at Elwood, uh, Elderwood and Como Park Boulevard, June 13th at the VA in Batavia. That's going to be a huge one because there's a number of different groups. And, you know, it's not just Save Our Seniors. It's the Rolling Patriots, yeah. Watchmen, it's the Marching Patriots, it's the Patriot Guard. All those groups together for seniors, lightening their day, giving them hope to survive through all this Cuomo. Yeah, people don't realize how many Patriots are in West New York. They just don't realize that everybody you just mentioned and, this, and so many other groups that are out there, to see people coming out and getting involved just warms my heart. It really does. All right. Thanks, Frank. I really appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Frank. All right. Coming to the top of the hour. Quick news break. Charlie is going to be calling in, and then more of us. And I'm sorry, Dave, you didn't ruin my day. I started the whole damn thing. Be right back, folks. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. 
It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. Good. You know what, Frank? <laughs> right after that soundbite is when we should have played. That's good Did you stuff, poop your Frank, pants? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Had I thought about uh, that right after yeah. that. Did you poop your pants? Yeah. Yes, I did. A lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would, I wish I thought of that. Uh, Welcome back, folks. Russ Thompson, uh, Carl Paladino, David DiPietro. Yeah, I want to just take a the, second, Russ, and... Yeah. Uh, and uh, and ask the people of Grand Island to please get get out, their, and, vote. Get out and vote for uh, Leslie Madigan. Uh, she's uh, uh, she's running for the school board, and uh, she's a, she's she's a doer. I She'll agree. be great for the community. I agree. Yeah. She's good people. I like to get her out yeah. and get some publicity for her and get her on that school board. Yeah. yeah. We need people on school boards across all of West New York. Right. Absolutely. People. People. You gotta not number one run for office somewhere yep. somehow. Any kind of local seats, school boards, and number two, you got to get out and vote. You got to get out and vote. Yep. If you're happy with the things are right now, then stay on your apathy at home. Drink a cup of coffee or your beer. You know, do what you want to do. But if you want to see things change, you have no choice. You got to get up and run for office, and you got to get out and vote. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Dave, you wanted to say a couple of things before I go to Charlie. Yeah, because uh, you know uh, this whole thing with the masks has gotten really ridiculous, and this governor. And people don't, I don't think people understand just how bad this guy is, okay? This guy is a narcissistic jerk. Oh, yeah. Okay? So I, I look at this. I had COVID. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. I had to go to the hospital. But I was, you know, I got ivermectin. I got, I was, I was dehydrated more than anything. And when I got my fluids, I got kicked out of the MAC Center. So I, I go to the MAC Center. We wait for it because I was totally dehydrated. I didn't eat or drink for two weeks. I lost 23 pounds. Wow, and, uh, really? my wife's like, you got to go in. She goes, you're not drinking. You're not eating. Uh, you look terrible. You know, I, was having, I had the temperature for on and off for 11 days. Wow. And, uh, you know, when I, when I take ibuprofen, like during the day, I'd be really weak, but I'd go outside and do a little work just to get outside. Yeah. And uh, You need fresh got, air. When I got in, by the time we sat in the car for four hours. And then they called us into the MAC Center because you couldn't sit there, obviously, COVID. Um, and I was in there a couple hours and they saw me. It was about one in the morning and they said, you know, my, they said, he needs fluids. And my wife, who, you know, who's a vet tech for 22 years, was like, yeah. no kidding, that's why we're here. Put a, they should have plugged you right into a saline right. solution. So they did. And it took about an hour and I got fluids. And, a, and then they came in and said, uh, well, you know what? They took the heart x-ray, chest x-ray and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they said, you know, we want to keep you, we want to give you another bag of fluids. And my yeah. wife's like, yeah, he needs two bags. Yeah. And, uh, and they said, we want to keep you here overnight, but you got to get tested for COVID. And I said, you mean stick something up my nose? I'm not going to. I know right. I have COVID because I know how I got it from five women. My wife went out to dinner and, and two days later, all of them tested positive. Mm. A day and a half after that, all the husbands tested positive. I know where I got it. Yeah. Okay. My wife and I, uh, I said, and I told her that. I said, so I don't need to be, t- well, if you don't get tested, you can't stay. I said, I need another bag of fluids. And, they, and she said, and when I said, I, I'm not going to get tested, the nurse or whoever it was just went nuts. She was like, I can't believe that. You have to get tested. And I said, no, I don't. I'm not, getting t- I'm not letting you shove anything up my nose. Yeah. 
And she walked out, and 30 seconds later, this is 3 in the morning, she walks in and says, sign here, you got to go. And my wife's like, you're not going to give him treatment? We're here, and, oh and he needs another bag of fluids? You're denying him treatment? She said, yes, he's got to leave. Where was this? The Mac Center in Orchard Park. And they wow. kicked me out, with, and they denied me treatment. My wife went nuts. Wow. And, uh, you know, I went home, and I started drinking as much as I could because I got the original bag of fluids. Yeah. And then I started feeling next morning, I felt a lot better, and I just started drinking. You know, making sure, I, and that was fine, and everything got better right there. Um, but this whole thing, God gives you a beautiful immune system, Amen. okay? Okay, and the government's making it sound like you have no immune system yeah. to beat this off. They're making it worse. Yes. They're making your immune system worse. And then you've got a 99 point whatever. 99.3, survival 99.5. Rate. Yeah. Okay, and I'm not downplaying it because I know people who have died. Yeah, me too. And it sucks, yep. okay? And I know people who have died because of Cuomo's policies in the nursing home. Thank you. Yes. But here's, here's how people, you, I can't believe when I hear people that like this governor, okay? Remember what he said. First off, let's forget the nursing home where he killed 15,000 plus people and has, and has covered the crap out of that trying to get away from it. Let's forget that this guy's got seven or eight women. I don't even know. Is it 25 women I now? I heard 11 that have openly come out. That he's, he's, There's many more He than has that. killed the woke movement. Hmm? Okay, he's killed sexual harassment. Women's word means nothing anymore. And I get this from Democrats telling me this. They laugh at this because the governor, they, I've got assembly people in Albany, Democrats say, I don't care if someone, if someone accuses me of sexual harassment, you know what I'm going to say? Get eight more women yeah. and then come after me. If the governor can get away with it, yeah. I'm going to get away with it. Yeah. So yep. not only he's destroyed women's credibility, this guy single-handedly, but look at what he did when this started. Look at the things he's done just down the COVID, the, the, the stupid edicts he's put mm-hmm. out and government mandates that he did. Okay. Number one. The time, COVID in New York State tells time. COVID is different in New York State yep. than any than other, any other state, state in yep. any other country. Yep. We have to remember that, people. That's why this governor is so important to our health. 1001 He's COVID so will kill you. Important. Exactly. Yep. COVID tells time. At 958 and you're out, you're okay. At 1001, COVID is going to strike. Now it's 1101, it, right? It tells time. Yeah. All right? Yeah. COVID also counts. It's a mathematician. <laughs> I'm not kidding. In New York, that's why we need Cuomo. We need our governor because it's funny it because counts. when you've got four people in a restaurant, if yeah. you've got three kids, you can't go to dinner or you're oh, going right. to get attacked. That's that right. fifth kid is going to get attacked. You can't have four people. Also, chicken wings are not a food. All right? I, I know. Can you believe You cannot this? do that. You can't go to a bar. Okay, also, COVID knows if you're eating or drinking. If you go to a bar and have a Pepsi... Or have even, or a beer. doesn't have to be alcoholic. Right. You have to have food Something because COVID knows if you're not eating. It's very smart. It's a nutritionist. It's a nutritionist virus. And people don't understand that. But the governor does. The governor gets this. That's why we got to have this guy in office for the rest of his life and let him have these powers. He's smarter than us. He knows this virus better than anybody. You're, you're good, Dave. He's a nutri- That COVID is a nutritionist. It knows if you eat chicken wings and you don't have a ham sandwich next to it, you're going to get it. And, and not, this governor not chicken is wings, awesome. but a ham sandwich. That's right. Yeah, okay. And it also knows posture. If you're at a posture. bar, you have to sit down. All right, I've had people tell me you can't stand up. If you're sitting down having a beer, you're okay. But if you're standing up, you're going to get COVID. <laughs> Now, 
Russ, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm talking about. It's different in New York State, and people have to understand that's why we need this governor. We need to reelect Cuomo. He's the smartest oh man out God. there. He knows what he's doing. He knows this virus in New York is different. In Atlanta, you go to a Braves game, baseball game, 33,000 people, yep. no masks, no yep. social distancing, okay? And they're not getting sick. But he knows in New York you have to have that Excelsior pass. If you don't have the, the, if you don't have the vaccine, okay, you can't go anywhere. If you've had COVID, like I have, I'm still a risk to people. Frank, after the show, when you send me this, this, uh, this show, I'm going to take out and I'm going to promote David's section right here as a re-election campaign for Cuomo. I think this is the best commercial that we could do for Cuomo. Well, because this man is a genius. Yeah, I agree. This yeah. man has saved New York. This man has saved our seniors. He saved the children. And he saved all of our businesses, He's too. He's saving this state. How could you even, even try to say no to Andrew Cuomo for a fourth term? That's un, un-American. So I just want to tell you, the, 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 this is a different virus in New York than it is anywhere else in the world. And our governor knows it. Inside the borders of New York, it's deadly. Well, I'm so I just want to make sure I want to get this out to the people so they know this. <laughs> Not too many um, people can leave me speechless, but I'm speechless. That was <laughs> that was that was great, Dave. <laughs> oh my God! Very good. Let's go to a quick break, Frank. It's so well, Frank's on the phone. Frank is in there doing three jobs, three jobs in one. He's just like he's a guy full of arms and everything running around. You know what? In the meantime, let's bring up Charlie. Charlie, how you doing? It's Russ. Good. Good. What's happening? Oh, just uh, getting out of work. I worked half a day on my way home. You got your mask on? Afternoon. You got your mask on? <laughs> no, I'm not in the car. I'm in the car by myself. So. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see you're working on a Saturday. I'm surprised, I, I, but I know you're working under the table, Charlie, because you're getting that big stimulus check from the government. You don't want to actually go working and get paid on the payroll. So we won't give out your last name, but 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 uh, you, you know what? God bless you, because uh, you collecting unemployment too and yes. working under the table. Exactly. Good for you. <laughs> so what's on your mind, Charlie? I just wanted to give you guys an update on what's going on out here in the streets and how other people can get involved in it. And uh, first of all, I want to say a great cocktail party Thursday night, Dave. It's always great to see you. And- Thanks, Charlie. It was great to see you. It was po- it was packed. <laughs> Charlie, if you want to introduce yourself to everybody, go right ahead. Because some people are going, who's this guy, Charlie? How come he's got a special place in line? My name's Charles Colleen, and uh, these guys on the radio know who I am, but a lot of you guys don't. No. But... Uh, I, I started a group called The Watchmen last summer. Amen. And, God bless you for that. Yeah. Because you guys saw what was happening all summer long, not only in our city, in our area, but the country. BLM people were just going around and doing whatever they wanted to do, and nobody was stopping them, and they were hurting people, and mm-hmm. people out of cars. And we had some incidents here in, in western New York, like on Transit Road. They, they blocked traffic on Transit Road, and they were hitting cars with hockey sticks. Yep. And uh, they did the same thing in Tonawanda. They smashed up a 73-year-old man's car and, and caused some damage over there while the police stood and watched them do it all. And they're causing trouble over at a, a VFW post in Amherst. And 
everybody was just standing around watching them do what they were doing and, and not stopping them or putting any resistance against them. And you guys have all seen it. You oh, yeah. What was going on. But uh, <coughs> somebody had to do something, and we created this group. Uh, we're hundreds strong from Jamestown to Niagara County to Rochester. And uh, we're not a militia. We're not a violent group. But if there's a problem somewhere, we're going to respond to it. And if the police aren't keeping people safe, we're going to do it. You know, and that's something that I've tried to correct a lot of people on. Even when the FBI came over the house because of all the death threats we were getting, I talked about the uh, about, about the watchman. And one of the FBI agents, he looked at me and he goes, what do you know about the watchman? And I explained exactly who you guys are and exactly what you do. I said, look at there's been confrontations where nobody has, nobody has gotten in between and broke anything up. The cops didn't even get involved. But the watchmen are out there. They will stand on the side, will not get involved in anything that's going on. But if there's a confrontation, they're going to come in and break it up. You know, and I had probably a 15-minute conversation with these, with these two FBI agents. And they said, thank you. Thank you for letting us know. And I said, yeah, absolutely. It's like... Everybody out there, especially the leftists, and you know as well as I do, we've seen the posts of, of what they have to say about it, about the watchmen themselves. But I know a lot of you guys, and if you guys are what they're trying to portray in the media, I wouldn't be your friends. And I, I'm a, I'm honored to be honorary member of, of the watchmen, and I really appreciate it. And everything that you guys are doing, I mean, you're there to protect people. Plain and simple. These leftists, they're like, they're, they're bullies. Yeah. They go out on the playground and they bully everybody. And if nobody stops the bully, he's going to continue to be a bully. Yep. And it, it came down to back in December in Niagara Square. You guys, yeah. I think David might even have been there. I was I was there, but I was, I was in my car. I was there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a rally that the, the conservatives put together. It was scheduled for 2 p.m., and... And FIFA decided they weren't going to let us have that rally. They they occupied the square. They wouldn't let anybody in there. And uh, we were there, and uh, we had about 30, 40 guys there. And we said, you know what? We're not going to let them do this to us. And this is when they went after Step Mahila, right? Yeah. So yeah. we approached them, and just our presence, you know, we didn't have to put our hands on them. Our presence walking towards them made them back up out of the square. Yep. But they backed right into Stefan Mihailu getting out of his car, and they surrounded Stefan. Yep. Well, we weren't going to let that happen. You know, they got in his face, and, and he's a friend. He's a patriot. He's a, he's a, a public official speaking at this rally. Yep. We had to get in between them and Stefan, and that's exactly what we did. And some pushing and shoving started, and a couple people got hit. There was a little bit of blood left on the sidewalk nothing that we want to have happen but it happens well when you're threatened and you're threatened with uh weapons um that's the proper response well i love the fact that these people charlie were anti-police that was with the height of the anti-police defund the police and on the video which i shared uh that girl goes running back scared because all of a sudden you were beating the crap out of people okay because these people were trying to intimidate stuff get the police and she's get the police we yeah. call the police call the police <laughs> it was awesome okay to listen that's the first thing liberal leftist idiots do uh that wanted to fund the police if there's anything that happens get the police right okay go get your community activists go down to new york city and see how get the police is doing right now okay yeah. 
Okay, it's a dumpster fire down there. People are getting shot, stabbed, murdered right in the middle of day. It's a, if you ever, if you, and the media doesn't even tell you this. Go to go to a bunch of the newspapers and get the headlines from New York City. It's a dumpster fire. People don't even want to walk in the city. They don't want to walk in the in the, the Brooklyn. They don't want to do anything down there because it's it's. It's, it's horrible. And how many people have left uh, New York City? Over a million now, right? Not according to the governor and Letitia James. Nobody. We're all, we should, we should I, I don't want to get into it. That's well, they were out lost. there begging people to stay because he was going to cook for them. Remember no. in traffic? The city has lost yeah. over a million. It's been in the pay, all New York Times. Yeah. It, it's like a million four. Go to just, Jersey or going to, going to uh, Pennsylvania. New, look at uh, what is it in Florida? From New York City, it's a thousand to two thousand a day. A day, yeah. Moving into New from New York City that they that they've tracked. Yeah, not talking yeah, about. If any governors are doing it the right way, look at DeSantis. Mm-hmm. DeSantis is doing it, and he's doing yeah. it right. And Cuomo's trying to say we're only like eight hundred people in the census away. We should not be losing any congressional seats. While for the last ten years, up until COVID, we had lost about they were predicting about one point eight million out of the state. I'm amazed we and only then, lost one. I'm, yeah, I'm I am too. It was. It actually well, is too. Well, it's because of the illegals in the census, right? They're counting everybody, but they were sending the yeah. census around all over the country. I had that on my radio show. I had a guy from Indianapolis. His sister lives in Buffalo. He's never been to New York. And he called me up and he sent it. He actually sent me the copy of it. He got a copy of the New York City census and, uh, and, a, guy, and a friend of mine in Texas. And he's never been to New York. And he called up and talked about how he got it in the mail. And a friend of mine in Texas has a has a podcast, and he podcasts me, and we, he, that show, I got like 30 people from Texas telling me the same thing. They were sending me emails showing me. They got, I, got a, I got a census form from New York. They were sending them all over, all over the country. Wow. Uh, I'm talking like um, millions just because they had to keep the numbers up in the city. They can't afford to lose a million people in the city, Russ, no. because if they do, they lose like four or five, four or five Senate seats. And those go west into the rest of the state. They become Republican. We get their Senate back. And they would lose about eight or nine or ten re- d- Democratic assembly seats. So we need to encourage people to yep. move out of New York City. Uh, I'm sorry, Charlie. We're sorry, walking Charlie. all over you. Yeah, sorry. Just get on, I get on a rant. Oh, no problem. Uh, I was just going to say that day down in Niagara Square, the bully got punched in the nose. And now they know that they can't just run free and do this to anybody they feel like because there's somebody that's going to be there to punch them in the nose when it happens. Yeah. And whenever there's going to be trouble, we can have 40, 50 guys responding to that location within minutes. Mm-hmm. I just got a text message. We've got hundreds of people. Not yeah. everybody can come because we have work and families and this and that. But there's no problem getting 40 or 50 guys somewhere within minutes if, if needed. So that's what we're all about. And, you know, we don't, don't only do that. We try to get involved in the civic engagement. And, um, after that day, Antifa's running scared. They're scared of their own shadows right now. To mm-hmm. Where Russ's wife, who's also an honorary member, who has one of our sweatshirts, yeah. r- ran a whole Antifa BLM protest out of Gold Island State Park a couple weeks ago. It was incredible. Oh. It was incredible. I just never heard. I, I posted <laughs> about this Antifa BLM rally going on in Niagara Falls, and she misunderstood and thought I was calling people to action. So she showed up there. Russ's wife, by herself, wearing our Watchman t- uh, sweatshirt, went there, sat down on a park bench, and within minutes, all over Twitter, all over social media, they were screaming, don't go to Goat Park. Watchmen are there. We have to meet somewhere else. Change our route. Change our plans. Watchmen, Watchmen, Watchmen. So she single-handedly... <laughs> Bravo to my wife, yeah. Joel the Marine. Awesome. Kept up a whole brigade of Antifa. Had the whole... 
leftist community <laughs> all, all on her own. <laughs> Antifa stands for, I always say it stands for anti-free America. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's not anti-fascist. Anti-fascist, that's, that's, that's what totally they are. They are totally fascist. Yeah. They're anti-free America. All right, Charlie, I guess I'll Thanks, be Charlie. seeing you uh, next week, right? What's that? I said I'll be seeing you next week, right? Yeah, Russ is going to be guest speaker at our meeting next Sunday. He's going to tell us some uh, stories about the adventures he's had in politics. And got <laughs> after riding around in the car with Michael Caputo and Carl all those miles. Mm-hmm. 35,000 miles around New York State. 35,000 in two Suburbans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Charlie, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Appreciate appreciate you. I appreciate all the watchmen. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. We love you guys, too. Take care. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Charlie. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Welcome back, folks. Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, David DiPietro, filling in for The Financial Guys. If you need The Financial Guys, give them a call, 833-FIN-GUYS. And it's so great to have these guys call us in. Uh, to fill in for the show, it's it's just a good time. The Financial Guys Radio Network is uh, really up in Rochester now. We were in Florida. I don't know what happened in Florida, but then they they put it out there on um, on a couple of different apps. So we'll be playing in a couple of apps too that we don't even know about. It's probably because there's now more New Yorkers in Florida than they're up here. Yeah, well, yeah, could be, <laughs> could be. And way. the reviews that we get after the show, last show we were on, the three of us. I got some of the best reviews that we've gotten in any show that we've done. I don't know what we're doing. I think we get worse every show that we get. Instead, we people. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, we got five people on online, yes, so we're going to rip through the phone line. So if people can make it quick, I'd appreciate it. Uh, Bonnie, uh, nursing home workers, so you've been holding on the longest. We'll go to you first. How you doing, Bonnie? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. 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 What's happening? I was just going to let you know about something that occurs in um, nursing homes in New York State, and this is absolutely not any reflection on any specific nursing home. Okay. But things that um, people really don't know about. So, There's a lot. There's a lot. Nursing, I mean, this is regarding um, kind of like discrimination against nursing home workers, really, with the COVID vaccination. So nursing home workers, we are um, – COVID tested twice a week. Right. So, you know, pretty pretty safe. Um, we get our temperature taken every day on the way in. Mm-hmm. We fill out the questionnaire, how's your health, blah, blah, blah. And um, then if you <coughs> kind of a big divide right now about vaccinated versus unvaccinated, and everybody has the reasons to get it, everyone has the reasons to not get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Right now, um, well, April 1st, New York State... You know, they send out their um, Department of Health uh, letters 
from Cuomo, Zucker, and Pino, and they give you all these guidelines for healthcare workers and everyone. And on April 1st, their guidance letter, I was able to go to Florida. I had reservations. I could go to Florida as an unvaccinated person, mm-hmm. back, um, and then just get tested for work as usual. Right. That was April 1st. Now, April 10th, they came out with a new letter, same thing, Department of Health, and and it says this supersedes the previous issue, previously issued April 1st guidance. And now everyone gets to travel. If you're fully vaccinated, you can you can travel. If you're not vaccinated domestically, um, and there's no oh, and there's no uh, I heard that. Or, there's no quarantine or furlough or testing requirements for the unvaccinated people unless you are a healthcare worker who works in the nursing home or assisted living. The, the government, the New York State government health department, they say that you have to furlough for 14 days after your arrival back into New York State. It's ridiculous because people at the CDC say 48 to 72 hours now. There's no more 14-day quarantine. Yeah. That was blown away after about four months of this pandemic that became an epidemic, uh, and they went down to 10. So when they come up with 14, uh, that's just an arbitrary made-up number, and it's not. It, it, it went to 10, and now the CDC came out a long time ago and said, if, you, if you're um, coming back, on, on, you can you should quarantine for 48 to 72 hours max. So that's, I don't know. Again, New York state is different everywhere else. It's 48 to 72. If there's an issue, Bonnie, you guys going to be required to get a vaccine. You don't, this is if you are unvaccinated, there's, there's no quarantine um, or furlough for, for the um, vaccinated people, except if you work in the nursing home or assisted living, you must furlough for 14 days after into New York state. So, you know, that's to put that's to put pressure on you to get the vaccination it has nothing to do with health. Zero. See, it every every single thing that comes out like that, the only way you can you can win at it is by by gathering tens of thousands of dollars and taking everything to court. That's the only way we win. And who's got that kind of money unless you join together with a whole bunch of other people and and, and pull your money together to actually hire a law firm to, to fight these things. That's right. It's it's insane. Um, Bonnie, thanks for bringing it to light. I appreciate it. Take care. And just what you're saying about the lawsuits. Yeah. I'll just say this has been, I've known this for years since I got in the assembly, Matt Tatone from New York City. Um, nice guy, funniest guy in the assembly, Democrat, New York City, um, would always tell me, and he started with the SAFE Act. He enlightened me. He said, all the bills that they passed that are unconstitutional. And he would look at me and say, I'd say, that's unconstitutional while we're debating it. Right. And Andy Goodell blowing him out saying, look, this is. This is unconstitutional. Here it is. Right. It. And they say, and he would laugh and say, "Dave, we don't care." And it'd say one in five, one in five. Meaning, and the, the meaning is, you want to fight this? We're going to pass it because we don't care about the Constitution, so we're going to pass it. You want to fight it? A million dollars in five years, a yeah. million bucks. He said that with the Safe Act too. A million bucks in five years. Now it's been eight years, okay, and we still haven't beaten it. So he's right. Every every bill, they just pass them and they just laugh and they say one in five. You got a million bucks in five years? Go ahead and fight it. You might win, but we'll, it'll be enacted for five years at the, at the minimum. So, All the more important to get people to run for office. That's right. All the more. Uh, Kevin in Pendleton. Make it quick, Kevin. How you doing? Make it quick here. Uh, two quick points. Before I do so, I want to say first and foremost, the record, even though there are times I may not agree with each of you in any way at the times and certain things, I'll say one thing for sure, that none of you 
right? And I'm speaking as a colored man. None of you are card carrying members of any white supremacist group? No. <laughs> no, I've known you for quite a while, mm-hmm. Kevin. But, Have I ever shown a racist bone to you? Right. No, but let me press <laughs> the time. But especially the gentleman sitting across from you, Russ, and uh, and and uh, Dave. That guy called pa- Carl Palladino? Thing, right? Being, right? He's done more for brown, black, Hispanic, African. Amen. Amen. You're exactly right. Yep, I agree. What I really call about. Uh, by the way, I'm you know, if it's it's not racist to ask me to show ID to vote, okay? As a matter of fact, in Trinidad and in other countries, especially in India, the largest democracy in the world, after you show your ID and you vote, your finger is rolled in red ink, but in closing. There you go. This coming primary election in my Niagara County, I advise all voters out here to please take a snapshot when you cast your ballot. More so, too, yeah. based on recent exposures in our electoral process. And finally, I want to stress the importance of local elections to the folks out in Pendleton. Your garbage being picked up or the town of Lockport, your streets being plowed during the winter. And lastly, the city of Lockport, your satisfaction in re-electing for years. The same individuals, because they carry an ROD, will not eradicate the volumes of problems we face and the pendant ages in the future in our districts. That's my piece I have to say, gentlemen. God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks, Kevin. Good Thanks, Kevin. Kevin. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know what I just saw? We got Rick calling in from Akron, and as soon as I saw the subject line, mask burning. Kevin, uh, Rick, how you doing out there? You have Are you at the mask <laughs> burning? Gentlemen, it's a great day in Clarence, New York. Good. Are you Are you there? No, I'm I'm working. I'm self-employed, so I don't get the unemployment. Oh, uh, see, crap! I thought you were there. But it's the only reason why I went it? to you, Rick. Where it's today? Where is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm only kidding, Rick. It's out in Williamsville. I forget exactly where in Williamsville. A whole bunch of Williamsville uh, residents got together to have a mask burning event, and uh, I'm hoping that it was real big. You know anything about it, Rick? Yeah, it's in Clarence. It's Strickland and Main Street, right in front of a tavern there. There's got to be close to 100 people there. There's more American flags there than you can shake a stick at. Good. And they're, they're carrying poster boards saying, burn the mask, get a free hot dog. Is that on uh, right, Shribner or whatever that road is? Maine and... Shizzler Chis- in Maine, is that what you said? Not Shizzler. Oh, Strickler in Maine. Strickler, yeah. I know I, exactly where I, I went is. by it on my way here. I stopped and talked to everybody. You did? I was beeping my horn. I stopped and told them who I was. Yeah, I was at the, at the light, and, I, and uh, I was talking to some people. So if you're out in the area... Go over there, burn your mask, get a free hot dog. Yep. Do it. Do it. Make a statement. Burn your damn mask. <laughs> there you go. Did, did I hear Carl was in the room? Carl's right here. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Sally, his dog. I can't. I can't um, re- reveal all of my name, but you know me by name because um, I work with a, a friend of yours, Mister Mesmer, and. Um, we always have high regards for you, Carl. Well, thank you. That's very, very nice of you to say. Great yeah. job. Yeah. A great job. I appreciate what you do. All right. Well, I live, I live with all my frustrations. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he does. Every once in a while, he lets them all out in a text list we're on. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. Take care. All right. Should we go to one more call or take a break, uh, go ahead. Frank? One more. Okay, let's go to one more call. Let me see who's up next. We'll go to Troy in Clarence. 
who's telling us Cuomo's going to win in a landslide. Troy knows his stuff, I'll tell yeah. you that. How you Troy. Doing, Troy? Troy, you should get a day job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about beating them. I called. Uh, I, uh, he, uh, the, king, the king last week said that just because he does something to you that makes you uncomfortable, that's not sexual harassment. You believe that? Yeah. I own a I own a company that that employs just under 200 people in Western New York and Canada, and I sat through last Wednesday a one-hour anti-sexual harassment. I thought it was fun. I do it every year too. Well, they try. I do it every year. My company showed a video that was about 30 minutes long. That that. That that's the exact definition of yeah. sexual harassment. Yes, yep. it is. He takes everything, everything, and spins it around on its head to suit him, but everybody else does has to abide by it. And if you do what he did, then he would rip you apart. He did everything in the video. He probably did yep. everything in the video. Yep. Yeah, I don't doubt it at all. I heard somebody How can call- you guys bash this man? He is a fantastic. He's the number one governor in the country. I can't believe that you guys are. are you guys called him a. <laughs> David, you correct me up. You are only. You are being uh, sarcastic. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. David dislikes dislikes Cuomo as much as me and Carl oh do. Oh my gosh. He should write a new book on how to get get away from sexual harassment because mostly a person in in his position. That gets uh, accused once, maybe maybe twice, not three times. You resign. There you go. Now you gave him an idea. He's going to write another book on state time. Use state employees. Use state printing presses, and he's going to put another another book just because Troy and Clarence recommended it. He, Thanks, Troy. He he blamed it on on uh, <laughs> first he denied it, which is good. And then he blamed it on his Italian American hurricane, yeah. which I'm I'm a part of. Touchy feeling, you know. I, I don't touch and feel too much, especially in the office. He did he blame it on Italian American heritage? Yeah, <laughs> really. I've no. got an out. That's you know, awesome. It, <laughs> yeah, I'm do, an Irishman with two Italian that, in the room. You are aware <laughs> that, uh, that that the parents uh, took the wrong baby from the hospital. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. But uh, the yeah, one that was dropped on its head. Yeah. The bottom line is he will run again, and he will win in a landslide. Thanks for your inspiring call, Troy. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. it. When he was born, the doctor slapped his mother. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. Thanks, Troy. Take care. <laughs> My God. Frank, let's uh, take a quick break, and then we'll come up at the end of the— You know what, Frank? While well, I got you right there, coming up at the end of the show, let's uh, end with that Trump clip. It's about a little over a minute long. You guys are going to like this. Okay. Be right back. I got a. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network with guest hosts Carl Palladino and Russ Thompson. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now, here's Carl Palladino and Russ Thompson. Okay, folks, we're back, back from the break. We're going to rip through the rest of these phone lines. I know one person that calls in every time we're on is John up in Rochester. John, how's life in Rochester? It's really good, I hear. Hey, Russ, yeah, masks are all over the place. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Mask, 
you know? Yeah. But, They're not going away, John. Okay, if if aliens came down and and said we've got the cure for coronavirus, okay, and cured the whole world, twenty percent of this country and especially maybe fifty percent of New Yorkers would still wear their masks. They they love their masks. They're never giving them up. It's an identity thing, uh, and that, and these people will still even though the even though the aliens have cured coronavirus, they'll still yell at you when you're in tops or Wegmans if you don't have your mask on. Didn't didn't Cuomo say that? Um even when things get back to normal, the masks are not going to go away. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. they're not going away. But anyway, we're stepping on you, sorry, John. Sorry, sorry, John. That. How are you? Go ahead, John. I'm doing good. Yeah. In fact, I love Glenn and Mike. They call it, they call it face diapers, and that's a pretty yeah term. It's yeah. perfect. Did you hear them when when they when they filled in for uh, Bob Lansbury? Yes, I called in too. Oh, you did. I I wish I could get uh, Lansbury's uh, uh, show down here, but I guess you could listen to it on podcast. Well. But anyways, I was just going to bring up the point of the, you know, Trump was the subject of the, one of the biggest scandals in American history, going back when he was a candidate to the Russian hoax, the Ukrainian hoax, and now the voter fraud. The media calls it still, t- unbelievably, they call it uh, the big lie, they call it uh, unfounded, false. It's unbelievable. It's all you read about day to day. It's it's a propaganda campaign. There's legitimate, huge legitimate a backing on voter fraud. I watched 25 hours of the state legislative hearings in the battleground states. Guys, it's shocking, and the media yeah. it's a cover up. I didn't. I didn't touch on that at all today. But what's going on out in Arizona is just unbelievable. Um, I'm here. I heard it this happened morning. In New York too. Yeah, in New York too. I'm hearing this morning that Trump could have won Arizona by over a million votes. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia, they're calling for a forensic. Um, Forensic audit in what's it, Michigan? And I think that Georgia's next, probably then Mich- Michigan actually Michigan they might do it before Georgia gets on it. I think when you when you find out some of these audits that are going on in the six states, that you're gonna find out that Trump actually won this thing by a landslide. And you know what's gonna happen? Nothing. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Trump well, did win. I firmly believe it. I'm oh, a conspiracy I, I absolutely theorist. Agree. I, I think he won. Okay. Uh, now but you talk to Mike Connolly at the Buffalo News. Oh yeah, okay. News, uh, he he comes out and, and frequently, okay, and says the debunked uh, 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 election fraud. Uh, oh yeah, bullshit. All right. I mean, they, they don't believe it. Oh, no. the left doesn't no. believe any of it. They don't no. believe any of it. No. Because Peter, the left you, always you believes the, the ends justify the means. The left. Okay, there's no moral plumb line with the left. That's why they cheat, steal. I call them professional liars. They're professional yeah. liars. Yeah, yeah. that's and what I they are. And I hear it in Albany all the time because there's no plumb line. These people don't have a moral, a moral spine that says, hey, you know, we should be doing the right thing. They don't care. They care about themselves. Yeah, so every time, so you every see time an they article, cheat and steal, it's just the end justifies the means. We got yeah, our power. Yeah, yeah. doesn't matter how we got it. Enjoy it. It's ours. See, John, you, you mentioned half a sentence and we, and we go off. Sorry about that, John. No, that's all right. John John knows what's going on. He knows what I'm doing, what he's doing. <laughs> it's the biggest, we witnessed the biggest scandals in American history, and uh, yeah. I think it'll be uncovered. Uh, and I'll tell you, it, it, it bodes well for uh, Trump and his, uh, his people in the next couple of elections. I think uh, Trump, if he wants it, he can win it. Uh, maybe DeSantis, you know, support DeSantis, and I think they're on their way because not, fraud. they're not going to be able to cover this up. John, not until you fix the voting fraud. That's exactly what I was going to say. Until you fix the yep. voting fraud, 
It's over. We're not going to win anything. Even the Queen is announcing that everybody in Great Britain has to have an ID. We need right. voter IDs everywhere. Voter ID. Yep. And if you don't have it and you keep allowing absentee ballots, I can tell you this, in the assembly where I'm at on election night, we won 11 races. We won them on election night. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Frank Smearzak here in Cheektowaga won by twenty four hundred votes on yeah. election night. Yeah, when they added up the uh, the, the uh, mail in fraud ballots. Yeah, that's where we, it is. Mail in. Mail in. Yes. Yeah. When we, when they added those up, we lost all eleven races. I think what so you until see you going, do that, we're going to lose. What you see going on in Arizona too that that they get does um, like a watermark on these things. If a ballot has been folded, that's why they're running it on the UV light. There's a watermark on it where the folds where the folds are. If there's no folds in it and it was a mail-in ballot, then right. that was not mailed in. That's so right. that's exactly what they're looking for. And the Democrats are going absolutely. And so aren't the Rhino Republicans? They're going crazy out there because of this thing. And and I think once this thing is revealed, it's just gonna. It's we cannot have a 2022 fair election unless the voter fraud is fixed and we get rid of these dominion voting machines and they in new york state if you watched last week was all uh, we did about 10 bills on 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 voter issues the democrats the communists every one of those things we're talking about are now full in law in new york state absentees the uh, no no signature on absentee ballots anyone can get an absentee ballot without signature uh, the the mail in ballots are here to stay. Things like that. So uh, the voter fraud in New York, you're never going to win an election. Thank in New you, York. New, thank you, New York. Yep, yep. Thank you, New York yeah, City. John, anything else? Yeah, I was just going to say. I think the good news is the battleground states are controlled. Legislatures, a lot. The Republicans have a lot of control. I think you're going to see some really good legislation that will correct that problem, and we're going to win in 24. But we no, he's talking about other states <clears throat> where the Republicans are in control. <clears throat> I don't see There's already a couple of states that are calling for voter ID and actually implementing. Reelect Cuomo. Reelect Cuomo. He's getting yeah, subliminal, Re-elect subliminal uh, message going on here. <laughs> Thanks, John. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. We've got uh, three minutes before the end of the show. Four minutes. Before. Let's go with one more call. We'll go with uh, LaDonna in uh, voter registration in Orchard Park. How are you? Hi, it's Madonna. Oh, it's Madonna. It's on the. Uh, that's all right. Yes. Uh, in 2016, uh, Carl Palladino was running a slate of candidates for the school board, and I took it upon myself as a, one of the ward leaders to do voter registration. We could not imagine the number of people that signed up to vote that year, and certainly there was a Trump element. I ran three more, four voter registrations in one year. We need to do that again. We need to start with it this year because there are a lot of vote people and a lot of people who are interested to watch news and read, but they don't vote. Can I also make a suggestion on that, Madonna? When you register people to vote, Start your own little log, get their contact information, right. and on on vote on voting day, which should only be one day, all right. Make sure that they voted. So call, get call us, uh, uh, get a Christmas uh, collie tree going, and call them, making sure the that's what the that's what the Democrats do. You got ten, you got ten days early voting. Get everybody out early. Oh, shut up. 
Right. Get everybody Qu- out early, yeah, and you Cuomo. can now in New York State register to vote when you go in. So you just go Cuomo in. Cuomo cheerleader over Register here. to vote when you go in, okay? And then go in another district and register again. Same day. Maybe, yeah, same day. Go and register because right. they say, oh, that's voter fraud. You know what, though? What I, we, were just, we just debated this in the assembly. They're not going to check. The, the Board of Elections in, New, in Buffalo, right, they don't have enough people to go check all these things, so they're not going to. They've already said it. So Democrats are going to vote for five times they're just going to re-register in different spots and by the time they check it the the, the election's over their person won and there's not a thing you can do about okay, it okay thanks madonna i appreciate it we got to cut this off now thank you all right go we ahead. got two minutes before we go to the, go to the end of the show you guys got closing statements go ahead carl you got something carl i know you're over there i was thinking about it i would love to start a fund an entity that would Take, take money from the, the, the general population out there as an, invest, an investment and buy from Lee Enterprises, the Buffalo News. That would be great. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking of that right now. I mean, that, that, that's what's on my mind. And I, uh, I, I, think, I think there's probably an opportunity because everything is written down right now, especially newspapers, I'm sure, and especially the Buffalo News because they've been lo- losing such uh, – <clears throat> many of their subscriptions, but uh, that's what's on my mind right now. Yeah, and and I agree. With you. If we get this thing turned into some kind of a conservative paper, I think we could go right back at it again and actually have good reporting in in West New York and Buffalo area. Okay, Frank, we're coming up to the end of the show. Cut it off, and I want you to listen to this uh, quick. It's a little over a minute long. It's from a it's from a Trump rally. And they put together this soundbite, and there's a few of them out there. This is the shortest one I could find. Listen to what Trump has to say on this thing. Thank you, folks. We'll see you again soon. Next month, we'll be in here. Take care. Bye. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. You must keep pushing forward. And always have the courage to be yourself. America is better when people put their faith into action. Pray to God and follow his teachings. Today, each of you begins a new chapter as well. When your story goes from here, it will be defined by your vision, your perseverance, and your grit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. As long as you have pride in your beliefs, courage in your convictions, and faith in God, then you will not As long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come.